0: All right, welcome to Diceology, an actual play podcast focused on telling you stories in an anthology format. We're here for the role playing and the rolling. I am your host, Natalie, and with me today
1: is. Olivia. I'm here. (laughs) Um, I'm super excited to be here. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm Olivia. This is Natalie, and welcome to Diceology.
0: And you've got the two probably most awkward people of this cast recording for you today, just the two of us, the two of us who can never get the intro right, so it's gonna be awesome.
1: (laughs) It's a real treat, and uh, we're glad that you're you're listening as well. Yeah,
0: yay, okay. So should we talk a little bit about what we're doing? Yes, absolutely. Uh, It's really
1: exciting. exciting.
0: It is really exciting. Um, So today uh, we're playing a game that's called A Green Hour, The Dying Land um, by uh, Jian Shim. And this game is for, this is is a part of our uh, Words for Love series. And today we are playing a game about agape or divine love. Uh, It's also referred to as love for all. So we'll kind of read through the rules. It's a really short and sweet little game. It's, it's, it's a really beautiful little game. So I'm very excited to play it with you, Olivia.
1: I'm so um, excited
0: to play it with you too, Natalie. It's okay. going to be good. Okay. So uh, let's just dive into kind of the rules and the premise of the game then. So in A Green Hour, you play the scions of two ancient lineages. The land is dying. According to the temple, your arranged marriage will determine the fate of the land and the survival of the old gods by uniting the two of you into a new god. You stand before each other in the sacred bower devoted to your union. Before dawn, you will create the mantles of your new existence. This is the last time you will converse as human beings with human worries and human hearts. Everyone awaits your return. You know, super chill stuff. Um, So to set the game up... So we did a little bit of this before we started recording just for for time's sake, but I'm going to read kind of through some of the character building stuff now. For setup, it says, read through the entire text together before you begin play, which we have done, um, and assume that as people brought up in the traditions of the temple, both your characters consented wholeheartedly to the arrangement of your marriage and its duties. If that is a problem, this is probably not the game for you. Yay for consent. And okay, so who is your scion? So as a scion of the last land stewards, you take on the mantle of care for an aspect of the natural world. And you start with these stats. So we have two stats, honorable and impious. So honorable, um, your honorable stat starts at three. Roll both your d6s for honor to comfort your betrothed, fulfill your duties and act on behalf of the temple. If both of your d6s are higher than three, write the higher number here as your honor stat if either of your d6s are three or lower take a three and then for impious uh it's kind of the same thing so your impious stat starts at three roll impious to reject the old gods lash out emotionally and betray the land <laughs> which just sounds relatable you know um <laughs> yes so <laughs> definitely relatable
1: <laughs> Rebellion yeah. is always its always the next step. Sometimes you know, impulses, always... It's
0: always there. It's always there. Yes. Um, so if both of your d6s are lower than three, write the lower number here as your impious stat. If either of your d6s are three or higher, take a three.
1: Wonderful. Now we're going to get
0: into our characters. Um, so for our scions, so it says you have a birth name, but the moment you were given to the temple, it was burnt as an offering and the ashes vanished at dawn. So um Olivia, do you want to share your character's name and maybe a little bit about what they look like?
1: Yes. So my character's name is Nalora Koklum and um pronouns are they them. They are about 5'11. They have shoulder-length dark brown hair um They also have kind of this, like, deep, dark, um, like, their eyelashes are dark, um, and they have bright, uh, bright eyes, like, bright patterned blue eyes, um, and they are dressed very comfortably, um, and just very easy going is kind of the, the vibe of, um, no, Laura.
0: I like it. Um, and so my character's name is Kadea Mirren. Uh, she's a, she, her pronouns. And, um, she has dark skin and kind of, uh, like shoulder length, curly, dark Brown hair. And, um, she's pretty short (laughs) she's probably like five feet tall um and it's you know sturdy built uh she's she's clearly pretty strong um and she wears like probably kind of the opposite of nalora over there (laughs) like she she's got like her her hiking boots on and um very like sturdy like trousers and um very movable clothes in general like she's she's ready for an adventure or a fight or whatever comes her way like she's she's kind of always prepared in that way and she has um these really beautiful silver eyes
1: mm. so yeah silver eyes that, that just sounds intriguing <laughs> yeah
0: and that kind of brings us to the next bit of this so in this game we each get to choose an old god so it says gods are defined by what they have domain over and so each of our families kind of uh worship and serve a different old god so do you want to introduce yours
1: yes um so my my family's old god is the tide um so that is what we've worshipped and been centering our lifestyle around. And uh it's just been the the most important thing is the tide for the um Cochlam clan, the clo the Cochlum family. Koklam. What about what That's about this is it is Cochlam <laughs> clan. It just it rolled off my tongue, it was too easy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um cool. So so you're all about the tides um kadea her family worships mm, the night sky broadly um so the moon and the stars and kind of like the heavens Uh,
1: so beautiful okay so we've got a lot of bad tides and the night sky what was that not a bad thing to worship so tides and night sky
0: (laughs) 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 right right
1: cool and so
0: so the other the next thing we have to choose is a temptation so there is something that beckons you away from your fate what is it
1: for no laura uh it's peace while living around the tide and being so focused on the movement it's it can be chaotic and so um the temptation would be to like go and like sit on a mountain and just like feel the stillness of the earth you know um it's where my brain went but like it's it's peace um so it's finding peace in the movement has not been the easiest thing for them and so it would be peace as a temptation what about what about kadea
0: Yeah, so again, kind of the opposite of that. (laughs) Um, Kadea is very adventurous. She wants to see everything. Uh, She's a fairly restless person. And um, I think to her, you know, becoming a deity or a god, she would be essentially kind of tied to this land specifically. And it would kind of be this big commitment. And she wouldn't be able to adventure and explore and discover in the same way. Uh, as a god as she can as a human so I think there's some temptation there to just keep living her life as a person um, and see everything that she can
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm, beautiful so cool Um, and next up we have to decide on attention so uh, your family or yeah your family is at odds with the family of your betrothed why is there bad blood, and how will your marriage heal it? Do you do you want to talk a little bit about what we discussed?
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, we're during our brainstorming session. We were ta- trying to talk about why these two forces might be at odds. We were talking about um, how the moon and the tide can't work together, and they can be really powerful when they're together. But if if one of them tries to compete with the other one, it can really try. It can just become chaotic and rebellious and, um, non-productive. So basically the moon, um, for, for the tension with, with the Copland clan, it would say, um, I should not say that word again. It's, it's here. Um, <laughs> the tides, <laughs> the tides would try to rebel against the moon because, uh, I guess for Kadea, um, the, the tension for Kadea would be that the moon has had too much control over the tides. Um, and so, I mean, it's kind of, That is something that has been very prevalent in Kadea's world, Um, if that so. it's We're at odds because we're both powerful. The things we worship are powerful, and they have been bumping heads a little bit Mm -hmm. because they want control.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, well said. Um, And I think that probably my family has been kind of trying to get control more than they should since they they have some influence over the tides
1: yeah the tides are just trying to rebel because they they want to prove that they have power but mm-hmm. even though the moon is, is really the sail I mean the night sky is ridiculously integrated with the tide system so that's how it is
0: cool okay so so that's That is most of the setup. Uh, We're now getting to the part of setup that we haven't really discussed yet. So let's get into it. Um, So what we're doing next is we're rolling for our ritual mantle. So on the night of your wedding, you create a mantle that will become a part of your new godhood. When you wear it, you're able to invoke its domain. Each player will roll for their own mantle. So, I don't know. Olivia, do you want to, like, read what each one says? Like, what our options are before we roll?
1: Yes. Um, So, the first one is Blood Rites. Don the blood of a sacrifice like a shimmering wet robe. The next one is Seize Embrace. Flood your bower with a warm tide glowing with a bioluminescence. And then we're on to Verdant Bed. Sow your garden with living, tender, young plants that sprout from your body. And the next one would be singing season. Weave together the fox's crying riotous bird song. The wolf's keening chorus in an improbable perfect harmony. The other options are sweet waters, stand tall, Under the torrent of summer rain that falls only over the bower soaking through and root crown roots erupt from the leaf litter, shining bone white and wind around you with your betrothed. Those are cool, right? Really cool. They're really cool.
0: So, (laughs) so each of those are associated with, um, a number of 1 through 6, so we basically each roll 1d6 to see which one we get. Um, do you want to roll first, Olivia?
1: Yes. 1d6. Um, submit. Okay. 3. I got a 3. Cool. That's the only one we're that made sense, that. so we're going to go with that. <laughs> Sweet.
0: Okay. So, number three is Verdant Bed. Sow your garden with living, tender young plants that sprout from your body.
1: That's cool. That's kind of fun. (laughs) I like that.
0: Yes. Let's see.
1: What was that? Was that a four? That. Or was that four already there? (laughs) Oh, no. Try it one more time. When I, when I, the one that made sense was the one that had some, some dots on it. So I think,
0: no, I think I got a four. Well, cause I just rolled a three, but you rolled a three. So I can't have that one, but I'm pretty oh. sure I rolled a four because it, the three showed up in the same place that the four showed up in. Oh,
1: perfect. Okay, cool.
0: So what is that? Ooh. <laughs> okay. So I rolled a four. So that's singing season. Weave together the fox's crying riotous bird song, the wolves keening chorus in an improbable perfect harmony all
1: right plants and animals wow that's beautiful it is
0: good thing i was in choir okay yes um
1: (laughs) (laughs) that comes in handy often right okay let's see here okay so now we are getting
0: to the gameplay part so in this game there are there are three parts to this game Let's just, let's just start with the first one. So the part one is alone together. Um, your last conversation is humans before your union and transformation. And I'll read, I'll read the part about rolling dice as well. And then we'll get to the other parts in a little bit. Um, but so at the end of each part, you will each roll both 2d6 twice. For the first roll, add the higher result to your honorable stat. For the second roll, add the higher result to your impious stat. If your score exceeds eight for honorable, you are granted a boon and something unexpected and beautiful will spring forth as the child of your union and the land will heal. Together, describe your boon, the aspects of both or the aspects of both of you that it embodies and how it is essential to the new way of things. If your score exceeds eight for impious, you have the option to deny your fate. To do so will free you and you will both remain human, but your freedom will doom the land describe whether you run as fugitives together or whether you part ways Uh, yeah so there's just there's a few ways this could go we could fulfill our fate and save the land we could abandon our fate and each other or we could abandon our fate but stay together and become fugitives so um, so part one alone together so answer the following prompts together out of character and then act out a conversation between the two of you so the first bit, the first prompt that we have, um, is about our families. So it's my family stewards blank. I am responsible for blank. And then the second one is twining our two domains together. will strengthen the land by blank. So I think that that first question we've kind of already discussed a little bit, um, and maybe decided for ourselves. So like my family, Kadea's family stewards, uh, the night sky and, um, I think that Kadea is responsible for um, studying and naming constellations in the stars. Mm, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that she kind of monitors that, and that's that's her domain. What about Nalora?
1: Um, So Nalora is my family stewards the tides. And Alora is responsible for teaching the the young kids of the population how the tide functions. Uh-huh, So they've That's studied so it cute. a lot, but they're like it's like they they bring the kids to the shore and they show them. Yeah.
0: Ah, okay. That's adorable. Sweet. So, and then 20. the second one. Yeah. So twining our two domains together will strengthen the land.
1: How? By well, I think it'll strengthen the land by not putting the land in the middle anymore. Like it, it will give the land some peace, I think, because the night sky and the tides both interact with the land a lot. So if they're both at odds with each other, then it's going to put stress on the land.
0: Mm -hmm. totally and and so we were kind of discussing too right like so this this tension that's currently between them um might have caused like a natural disaster like a tsunami
1: right
0: because there's so much unrest between the moon and the tides right now Mm -hmm. um
1: is that does that sound right Sounds right, because the tides, the tension is that the tides try to rebel against the moon, and then Mm -hmm. it doesn't really, it just harms the land. Right. And I wonder if
0: that's, like, a big part of, like, why the land is dying, is because the ocean is upset. (laughs) Yes. And probably not functioning as it should, and same with the moon. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, and I like what you said about, so together we'll strengthen the land by getting the land out of the way of the, of the feud and make kind of bringing peace and balance is kind of what I'm hearing. Is that right?
1: Yes. Cool. That is exactly what we're, uh, what, what Noora's Noora Melora feels that twining our two domains together would do to the land. Cool. 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 Um,
0: Okay. So, our next prompt is our meeting. So, this is the first time you've laid eyes on your betrothed. So, for the first question, what strikes you as beautiful? Choose one to two. And our options are their hands, their eyes, their bearing, or their voice. So, we can choose one or two
1: each. Kadea has got these beautiful silver eyes and... (laughs) These, like her voice is just like smooth melted chocolate if those are the two things I got that totally got <laughs> Nalora that is what got Nalora <laughs> what about Kadea love that
0: um I think that Kadea finds um mm, Nalora's bearing to be very beautiful uh like you kind of described their bearing as, you know, they're they're very like they've got kind of like this loose clothing and kind of like relaxed, right? Mhm. Easygoing. <laughs> Easygoing. Mhm. I think that that is quite attractive to Kadea who <laughs> is kind of not that.
1: <laughs> so. I love it. Um, I love it so much.
0: Yeah, and I think that I think that Kadea would find Nalora's eyes really beautiful too. And like those dark
1: lashes. Dark lashes. Bright eyes. Yes. <laughs> Nalora's no like yeah, I feel I feel pretty when Kadea looks at me, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then what's so same options, but what sparks a feeling of tenderness towards them? So their eyes, their hands, their bearing, or their voice. I think, again,
1: it's – I feel like, again, for for Nalora, it is Kadea's voice um, because the way that she communicates so far is very, like, soft and it's very – it's, like, confident and it's, like, kind of – her like the way she's dressed and like the adventure prone spirit that I can tell kind of comes out in her voice, but it's also I can like, the can already tell that like she's really sensitive um, even though she likes to like let things kind of take over her and go on these adventures. But like, she is really sensitive. Like she, he, she, can, she can just communicate that with her, her soft tone really well. Aw, I like that. <laughs> okay.
0: I think that the feeling of tenderness towards Nalora uh, comes from their hands. I I guess I'm imagining, like, <sighs> you can kind of see the impact of the ocean and the sand have kind of etched their way into, into Nalora's hands is what I'm picturing, like, they might be kind of, kind of calloused or, um, <laughs> like just, just well, well used, especially since you teach children. I think that's a part of it as well. Like, I think, I think Kadea just is like drawn to thinking about, you know, all of the, all of the good those two hands do and all of the beauty that they bring and where they're from. Um, and I think that that sparks tenderness from her.
1: So that's adorable. <laughs> I love that so much.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're adorable next. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we <are>. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So now, okay. Now we technically get to the gameplay here. So so this so part one of this game is called the last hour your betrothed is the last person you will ever speak to as a human role play the conversation touching on all the prompts you answered in family and meeting so that's what we were just discussing um and then roll your d6s and then what does it look like if you receive either so we'll get to that in a moment so so we're rolling for basically boons um Mm -hmm. or not (laughs) so but first we're just going to improvise um we're kind of going to discuss how this scene looks like right before their marriage does that sound good perfect uh do you have any ideas about like where this might be happening like what does this temple look like or lack thereof um
1: I feel like it is in the temple, but I feel like it's in a separate room that's within the temple.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's kind of like in the back left corner of the room and the temple is made out of stone. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's kind of like there's like a room that has like a half wall, like it has like three walls and then like a half wall, so like you're still in the temple, but it's kind of like a it would be a spot that like people of like people of higher power or people that were running a service would probably like convene in before they would start. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's like, there's torches that are put in, like there's like lamps basically, but like torch lamps that are put like into big glass vases um, that kind of line the temple, and that those are all lit and we were told to meet here at seven and so we both walk in and we find each other and that seems like sitting on the half wall would be the best way to have the conversation
0: yeah that
1: makes sense
0: for some reason, I'm also picturing, like, a big, like, skylight in the ceiling. Yes. Is that what those things are called? Yeah. Yes. Like, so you can kind of see see the sky, and it's probably, um, hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's kind of sunset. Maybe the sky looks really pretty. Sounds perfect. And you can kind of see that.
1: Mm.
0: So I think that, uh, Kodea walks over and like takes a seat on the on the do you say half wall
1: yeah Mm -hmm. on the half wall yeah as as does (sighs) nalora um and they kind of they they look at kadea and they're like i'm i'm nalora you must be you must be kadea kadea
0: oh Awesome. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's nice to see uh, you. Yeah. It is nice to see you. I, uh, I'm sorry we couldn't meet before, you know, my, uh, my family and your
1: family and all that. Oh, I know. There's so much to, oh, there's so much happening. Try and am trying to just not get caught up in it. I'm, I'm just glad to be here now. yeah
0: yeah how are you how are you feeling about all of this i'm
1: feeling really optimistic you know like it's something i've never done before but i think it could go really well and i've i've been looking forward to meeting you i've heard really good friends or things about about you um I mean, even though my family, they have their things, but I've heard... I've heard positive things about Kadea. That's... I'm still practicing saying your name. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) How are you feeling? Well, I'm I'm glad... I'm a little surprised you've
0: heard good things. I'm, uh... You know, caused a bit of trouble around here. Don't know who's letting me become a god. (laughs) But, uh... (sighs) I... I don't know. I don't know, Nalora. I'm... I know I'm... I know this is my duty, and... Uh, you know. It's... It's it's big. Um, but... <sighs> I'm... I'm scared. I'm scared. I... <sighs> Tell me about it. There's there's just so much I thought that I was gonna do you know
1: do like do, do do you feel like you want to do something other than this because this is too too big or, or the wrong thing I
0: no sorry I don't mean to worry you um, I don't I don't know I just do you have Do you have any dreams? Like, is there anything you just want more than anything in the world?
1: Uh, I feel like peace and and f- freedom, maybe. Mm. But sometimes it's hard to find peace within freedom. So I don't know if they're different things. I don't know. What do you, what do you want more than any, anything in the whole world? I want freedom too.
0: I, I, I want to see it all, you know. Um, I, I want to explore. This isn't... This isn't freedom, is it? What we're
1: doing. Oh, Kadea, this just feels like duty. But it's like, who... I don't know if it's freedom, it's probably... There's a system, and we're probably just succumbing to it. I mean... It might not be freedom. What does freedom mean? I guess the ability to do what you feel like you need to do regardless of obligation that exists outside of you. Hmm. What does freedom mean to you?
0: Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think it's it's about, uh, it's about There's- there's a certain type of like responsibility that comes with it, to me, in this weird way. Like, like freedom means being detached from, you know, uh, ties or, like you said, obligations. Um, and being untethered, it just means it's- it's just you. And you get to live, right?
1: That's such a beautiful definition.
0: And... Does that exist? For gods? Do you think?
1: I'd like to think it does. I guess... Do you feel tied down when you think about being a god? Like, How does it make you feel in the middle of your chest? It feels...
0: Height. um it it does it feels like it feels like this tether like I like I'll be here for eternity and I'll have to watch the people I love die and I'll have to change with this land. No other land. Just this one. (laughs) And I love it. I love this place more than anything. Um, But it it feels heavy, that kind of commitment. How does it feel for you?
1: That's fair. I thank you for telling me how you feel I for me I I think it's both I think it's heavy and it's liberating because I've done a lot of chaotic things and I feel like when you're really present in the world that you're in, like, it's hard to just go and create new things even though you are creating them. It's just happening at a smaller scale because you're in a a state that you're choosing to remain in, if that makes any sense. Mm. Like it's harder to see the change? It's harder to see the change because you have so much more context and everybody has expectations around... The way that the world functions in the place that you are and like the land has its own laws right yeah and traveling and figuring out different lands is is beautiful and it's exhilarating and yet like learning how to be fully present in that land as somebody who interacts with it and is in touch with it every day, I think, is a different experience, and both of them are valid because everybody has a home somewhere. So everybody has to feel these things, either if you're a god or you're human. I think it's uh, transitory and sedentary. They they have to work together, like the tide is. <laughs> You know that's my family's thing, but <laughs> the tide's just like it's always moving. But the land is always receptive to it, and or maybe the tide is receptive to the land. Like if you see, I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm I'm on a ran- a, a ramble now, but uh, you're really pretty, and this is a really good conversation.
0: Don't worry, it's it's very cute. Um, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. I mean. Everything works together is is it possible to be truly untethered? I mean it's it's so you you speak of the tides and my my family as you know, is you know towards the night sky and uh, and it just feels so vast and it feels so. Like, there's so much possibility, and everything is always coming and going. I mean, I've watched so many stars die,
1: mm.
0: and and I've seen some that have been there, there since the beginning, um, or what I can only imagine is the beginning, and I don't know, and I don't know. I guess I just, I grew up hearing all of the stories of the constellations, all of the people and beings that constellations are named after, and they did all of these brilliant things and had all of these adventures, and I... well, <laughs> this is stupid, but if I'm being honest, I just... I don't know, I thought maybe I could make it up there one day, that, that my name could make it up there, and... Now
1: I'm rambling. <laughs> I love it. I- I love learning- learning about you. I want you to have the best- I want you to- I don't know, it's, it's- I- I'm- I'm processing- there's so much going on in my head, but I want you to have the best life, but I also want the land to be well, so, like, if you decide to abandon yourself to the like stewardess of the land and you like I mean you just abandon it and then you allow whatever to happen happens like is that is that crazy are you allowed to have dreams
0: (laughs) yeah well my family would tell you it's crazy (laughs) but uh Thank you for understanding these doubts I'm having. You're one of the first. <laughs> everyone just... Do you ever just feel like you're just, like, locked into this fate? And, like, everyone just expects you to to do it and to be happy about it. And I don't know. And maybe I'm being selfish. I am being selfish. But, uh... There's... How do you- how do you decide, like... What kind of... What kind of love you want to give? Do you know what I mean? Like... Absolutely. What about
1: self-love? What about... Uh, I think if um, you love... I guess... I love hearing these doubts, because I- I have doubts, and- and- and they... Are multifaceted just like yours, and yet I think that we are concerned about the same things because if you love, I mean, do you love humanity if you love yourself? Do you, can you love if you can't love yourself and accept all the parts of yourself, like, how do you love the the world? And if you love yourself and you abandon yourself to the situation you're in because you have a vision that goes farther and takes you farther and takes the land farther, it's like, how do you give yourself and what works for you in a way that fills you up and doesn't stifle your flame because everybody's got sunshine to give everybody (laughs) has got this this beauty in them so you have to do it with your own twist on it you know kadea like you just gotta be kadea about it you know (laughs) i don't know
0: (laughs) i i like that i feel like i've been thinking about you know you know, what- what being a god even means, like, like, is it this- I think I've been thinking about it like, it's this version of me that doesn't feel true, but I think you're right, I think that it could be. I think that it could be true. And, uh, you know, I know we just met, but I'm not- I'm not mad about doing this with you. (laughs) I'm not mad about it either. (laughs) I think Kadea kind of, like, takes their hand and, like, rubs her thumb, like, across the back of it. This is What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I figured we, you know, we gotta get used to some closeness if we're gonna, you know, turn into the same god.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. We gotta... Integrate somehow. (laughs) Squeezes. Squeezes Kadea's hand.
0: (laughs) What, um, what parts of yourself do you want to bring to all of this? What do you love that you don't want to let go of?
1: I love watching, so I don't know if you know what I do, but, well, I watch kids learn the truth about the tide and it's so fun to to talk to them about it and to watch them discover things and i love i love watching the surprise and in, in people's eyes and i love mm. hearing people laugh and the part of myself that i would have to bring with me I don't know if I see the world this way anymore, though. I love the question. I just lately I've been meditating on this, like if there's a part of me, then it also like has another side to it. So like I would have to probably bring all of me, and I don't know because that's a really big commitment. But I mean, what else are you doing? Like if you don't put all of yourself into something that's in front of you to make it the best that I mean it's gonna take my hands it's gonna take my heart it's gonna take my eyesight it's going to take every ounce of willpower that I have to bring about a vision that I want to create and I don't know if that's just what being a god would be like I don't I mean I I think humans try to do this and I I love I just love, and I want to bring my love, and my time, and my energy, and any resource that I could ever have to it, because what else does it need?
0: That's beautiful.
1: It's scary.
0: And and scary, and I, I think maybe that's part of what it means to be human, you know? Like, Mm. you you have to bring, in the end, when it comes down to it, you're just, you're just you, and you're just bringing all of these parts of yourself to everything, (laughs) consciously or not, and trying to love as hard as you can. Mm. Yeah, I, do you think, do you think that fire will go out at all once we're,
1: you know, immortal? <laughs> I think it could go out, or it could get stronger because we have even more energy to pour into the things that we want to create, um, but it could go out because... I guess I don't really want to think about it going out, kind of, yeah. swings. wings. Her head like kind of just like lifts eyes up to look at Kadea and size. <laughs> sighs. Mm. It's Kadea, a good question.
0: like meets meets their gaze and uh, and takes their other hand too and just squeezes both hands and just kind of gives like a sad smile, just in reassurance.
1: Neloria oh, squeezes Kadea's hands softly and he does not break eye contact and says, Thank you. Thank you for taking this time and talking to me about this. I'm learning so learning so much. Sad smiles back.
0: <laughs> I think... I think we have a lot to learn from each other. And... I... I think... I think... We're going to grow together really beautifully. Really really beautifully. See, I can't even say that word, and they're expecting me to be a god?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I get that. Um, God God is a big title, you know? uh, Maybe I talk it down in my mind just to make myself a little more comfortable. It's existential terror is what's going on. I mean... right
0: this is because well that's the other thing like I, I I feel like I I find all of this this meaning in my adventures and in seeing everything and the more I think about it it's it's because I'm gonna die one day it's because I want to 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 see it all to experience everything because up until now I knew that my time was fleeting and now it isn't how do you reconcile that?
1: I'd say... Thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. for like more time and, and less terror and um, a new a new season. But I also understand how. It can be extremely motivating to to not know right i mean if you don't know you you have to give it a shot and if you continue to show up with your hands and your heart and and your will and your energy then it's it has to unfold because it's like it's it's just like writing a book like you don't have those chapters put together when you start like the thing that you do at the very end is like you know say oh here's some Here's some lineup for how the story goes, but when you're in the story, you don't know And that hopefully makes you feel alive enough to try
0: (laughs) You're a really wise person Um, I, you're right, there will always be unknowns, (laughs) death or not.
1: (laughs) I mean, we could just stop breathing, right? I mean, it's, I don't don't want to scare you, I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) This is life and death that we're probably talking about here. I I think you're so wise too and I love that you have this doubt and that we can come together and talk about it like this because when people don't admit their doubt I just I can't even have this conversation because I have doubt too, you know
0: Yeah I think I think that doubt is important Um, It's it's a real pain in the ass right now but uh, (laughs) I don't know I'm I do want to grow with you and I want to I want to protect this place. I really do. I love it so deeply and I think I think there's something to be said about you and I and our, our families and our these these gods that we worship and follow. There's what you were saying about uncertainty, you know, I think I, I feel like you know the moon in the sky it it oversees everything all the time and there's 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 many mysteries in the universe but i think there's, there's a sense of certainty and control that comes with that um and i think when i think about the tide it's it's like it it washes up on shore and it doesn't know where it's going and it doesn't it doesn't plan it out. It moves as it's supposed to and as it will. And I can see that in you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can, I can see that spirit and um, that beautiful, beautiful comfort with what's, what's to come and what's unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that about you already.
1: Hmm. should we roll <laughs> Olivia? Oh, yeah. yeah let's let's roll we're it's just okay. in it um, we're just in it um d6s
0: mm-hmm. so we're gonna roll 1d6 for our honorable stat and 1d6 for our impious stat so um Oh, and we each Okay, so it says at the end of each part you will each roll both two D6 twice.
1: Oh, so we're rolling two D sixes.
0: So just roll two D6 for honorable first, maybe, if you're if you're in there.
1: I got a three and a five.
0: Okay. So that's an eight. So Oh, interesting. So if your score exceeds eight for honorable, then you are granted a boon and something unexpected and beautiful will spring forth as the child of your union and the land will heal. (laughs) So, okay. So it says exceeds eight. So I'm assuming if you get an eight, then that's not
1: a thing. Don't you add the three or do not?
0: You yeah, so you got a five and a three, which is eight, right? Oh, or are you talking th- about a different number? The three that you start with. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm.
1: that, that would be an eleven. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're we're gonna say we're gonna say that you got <laughs> an eleven if we're adding it to that three. Um
1: if that's a thing, it seems to be to me. But if I, could. yes,
0: sincere apologies to any uh big Green Hour fans if we're playing this wrong. But I think this makes sense. Um, okay. Okay, so I rolled a seven, so that means I'm at a ten. Okay, so that means that both of our honorable stats exceeded eight. So let's, uh, yeah, let's roll our impious stats first before anything happens, as well. So, do you want to roll two d six again?
1: Ooh, three and five. Oh, you are
0: consistent.
1: Okay. (sighs) Yikes! Completely chaotic, neutral, usually.
0: (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Um, okay, so that means that you have the option to deny your fate, I believe. Uh, so let's see what I get here. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 10. So I also have the option to deny my fate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so.
1: We have an option, which means we can become fugitives, or we can decide to do the, do the, do the fate together. Right
0: i think it's the same thing so i think like right now we have the option to like just run away from this temple where we're about to be married essentially um or since we both got our scores both exceeded eight on the honorable stat, um i think that we're each going to get a boon here yes So the next part is, what does it look like if you receive either? Play it out. So do we want to kind of like um, play out a scene about the boon and then about, you know, the option to take the deny?
1: Yeah.
0: Is it okay if we start with the deny thing? Yes. Okay. So maybe what this looks like is... uh, kadea takes nalora's hands um and helps them up and she's like (sighs) she's like i just i want to see the stars if we have to do this i just i want to look at the sky as a person just just one more time will you come with me absolutely Okay, and I think that uh, Kadea leads them both outside of the temple. Um, And I think I think that there's an opportunity here because I think that maybe outside of the temple there are um, or there were like these you know, like officials like um, I think there's a word for this but I'm forgetting it right now, Um, but like kind of people who have like, devoted themselves, like, to the temple and have, like, high positions in, uh, you know, faith settings. Um, and and I think that they had been, like, kind of outside, like, kind of monitoring and facilitating the situation and making sure that we don't try to run. Um, but I think that, it's like, something distracted them or took them away, and we can, like, see them, like, walking in the distance um, like arguing about something, and so there's this like moment of like, there's just us in the sky, and it's dark outside this temple. Um, and we can run if we want to. I think Kadea just like looks over at Nalora and raises her eyebrows.
1: <laughs> Nalora just meets her eyes. It's like... Hmm puts 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 their hands on their hips and is like, hmm. Also raises eyebrows, inquisitively looking at Kadea. Hmm. So
0: uh we might have more of a choice than we thought we had.
1: I think we do. It it seems to be that way. What do we want?
0: I think Kadea's just like looking up at the moon um and she just shrugs she's like you know i don't i don't think that i've ever
1: known what i wanted (laughs) is that bad i have the same reality could i have the same reality it's not bad (laughs)
0: But I don't know about you, but I know that I want to see this land survive. I want to see my friends and my family or, you know, be healthy and thrive, you know?
1: Yeah. I think I want that too. If I think about this sometimes, I, I'll close my eyes and see if I can visualize something that makes me feel a certain type of way and and those things when i think about them sometimes i i think in colors or i feel in colors and it's like bright yellow and happy and i i think that giving myself to making this land thrive and making everybody that lives on it happy and comfortable it sounds really beautiful feels really beautiful it feels yellow it feels yellow <laughs> 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 and green too because there's like so much that could happen you know yeah I don't know maybe maybe, maybe.
0: Maybe it's not so scary or lonely or tethering um as I think it is to to become divine because as divines i you know as as people we're we're so limited honestly i mean in the in the love we can give in the time that we have we can love people and places and things and animals, whatever. We can love them for a certain amount of time here Mm -hmm. and we can watch out for our loved ones for a certain amount of time. But if we're divines, if we're deities, if we get to love all of these people and all of these places forever and I agree with you. I think that's really beautiful. And I don't think that there's loneliness in that. I think there's a lot of connection.
1: Yeah. Ah. Also, it really helps that you're you. I mean, <laughs> I love what you say. Well, I try my best. Um... You wonder why someone would let you be a god. Come on, Kabea. Come on. Shut up. <laughs> it's not my job to shut up, and you know that.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have Miss Chatty Kathy over here with me for the rest of eternity. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I could, but I mean I I try to think of myself as someone who knows how to stop or when to stop, you know? It's like, I want your ears to be happy, you know? <laughs> well, I
0: I trust you because everything you've said is just... I don't know. It's interesting because I think, you know, all the stuff that went down with our families, I and part of me never imagined feeling this feeling so safe with you um you know like you're
1: just you bring me just comfort (laughs) just by being you (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that because I feel the same way about you and people talk they talk so much but The thing that's real prevails, and the thing that's real is that we're standing here looking at this beautiful night sky, and I've always been obsessed with it, so I get to meet someone who has worshipped it, like, that's so cool, and it's real, and it's tangible, and you're here, and, like, we might get to do this together. And I feel safe, too. I'm glad you feel safe, because you can't really do much if you don't feel safe first.
0: Yeah. I I feel the same way. I always had this uh <laughs> this pull towards the ocean that drove my parents crazy. Um <laughs> I would I would sneak down there after school and um look for starfish in the tide pools and I and just meeting you and knowing you and the idea of being with you um it it feels like it was always something that was right. And and I don't think I want to deny that.
1: I don't think I do either. So, oh, wait. <laughs> Does this mean we <laughs> might be doing this, Kadea? I guess. <laughs> I <sighs> guess so. It's like, and... <sighs> so exhilarating! i have butterflies in my
0: stomach oh my gosh me too um and so is this so out of character so we also rolled high enough to get a boon yes so do we want to like name a couple of boons like right now and have that be a part of the scene so like um so something unexpected and beautiful will spring forth as the child of your union and the land will heal so maybe like right now that's just like since I don't know do you have ideas around that like maybe this is something that's like like we're not like totally new gods yet but maybe it's kind of the beginning of something that we get here I don't know what are your thoughts on this one
1: like maybe the tide chills out Mm. and there's just this new there's like this energy shift in the air of like you don't hear the waves crashing as hard on the land anymore and you it's like the minute that we were like are we gonna do and we kind of said yes it's like you can just feel the world exhale
0: oh i like that yeah so maybe so i think with along with that so like you can probably like are we near the coast? Maybe we're like maybe this temple's sort of on the beach.
1: Yeah, sounds right. Okay. I mean, maybe like a little bit up from the beach, but like the beach is in sight, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So you can kind of like see the waves get smaller um and less aggressive. <laughs> and I think With that, like, for my boon, I think, um, I think the moon, like, spins, like, Mm. in a weirdly fast way, like, to be a full moon. And so suddenly, like, the night is just shedded in, like, moonlight.
1: Mm. I love Um. that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, okay. Okay. So our boons. Okay. Cool. Wow. Um, (laughs) um, Okay. Our mantles. (laughs) Right. So you rolled verdant bed and I rolled singing season. I wonder like if part of this too is um, we can kind of start to feel those things. Arising. Yeah. Yeah maybe we're kind of creating them together. So like, yeah, I don't know if it's like full blown yet. Like, um, you know, plants are growing from your body. I don't know. I don't know. They totally could be if you'd like, but like maybe like for Kadea, um, you know, we start to hear like the tide like calms down and the water gets quieter and you can kind of hear like the crickets and the owls and, um, you know, the winds and the sound of like faraway laughter and human chatter are all like kind of coming together in this really pleasant way. Like, like it, it, it sounds really beautiful. Like you start to hear a lot of noise, but it's really nice.
1: I love that. I feel like Laura looks over at you, um, and they're like see it's already it's already happening this is beautiful to hear this and then i take your hand and a small flower comes off out of mine and grows right between your fingers like the middle two fingers that you have and we both go <laughs> oh, did you do that? I, I, it, it might be, yeah, I think I'm, or you. Wait, we have to test this theory. That's beautiful. <laughs> like, there's just a beautiful flower and it's hanging out with both of us. And I don't know, did I do this? Kidea? <laughs> I, I I think you did. <laughs> did you make the song? Did, is this harmony yours?
0: <laughs> I... It sounds familiar, but I don't think I've ever heard it. Is that weird? It's Here. probably
1: normal like, god shit.
0: Like, <laughs> let, let's test this shit. And like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like the idea of like them just like messing around with this for a minute. Like, Hadea's Absolutely. like like conducting like really badly like she doesn't know how to conduct
1: but, like, the owls trying. all start like hooing like yeah <laughs> in unison and it gets really terrifying and then you back them down you know <laughs> yeah i love that and i put my hand yeah. like on the i put my hand on like against the temple on the outside and like a vine comes out and boom, like whoa <laughs> This is crazy.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. And so I think, I, think this, I think this means we're transitioning finally into part two, <laughs> uh, which is called A New God. So part two of the game is A New God. Um, your well- wedding altar is the loom on which you weave together your ritual mantles to create a single powerful new land god. So, and then it says, uh, Your scions now metamor- metamorphose, <laughs> metamorphosize, uh, I don't know, into their yeah. new uh, united form as a land god. Um, and the ritual has four parts named after the seasons. So, we're going to answer these prompts. So, for autumn, what parts of your humanity die? For winter, what parts of your humanity do you carry into your new existence? For spring, what does your new body look like and what can it do? In summer, uh, what parts of the land do you reign over and how does it celebrate your rebirth? Uh, wow. and then we're going to roll for Boon or Denai again afterwards. So, because awesome. it sounds like we're kind of like the, so we're, we're starting to weave together our ritual mantles. And so far that's been kind of metaphorical. <laughs> okay. Um, But it it could be physical. Like, do we have actual like cloth that we're literally weaving together at the altar, or what is it? What does it look like?
1: Ooh, so interesting. What parts of your humanity die? I think for Melora, the first thing to die is the sense of like powerlessness that they've had as a human. Um, i mm. think that the first thing that dies is is that those feelings of worry and doubt and fear because they know with full confidence that they do get this privilege and they have competency in creating a new vision i like that is that evident
0: like what Kadea be able to tell
1: It's evident because it's evident in the smallest ways um, because Nobora has always kind of been a person that questions themselves and a person that doesn't take the chances that they think they could, they could take. Um, And I think that this was what they were looking forward to when they thought about being a God was that they could believe that they would have the agency and the competency to just go with what their being was telling them to do and not second guess and not put limitations on themselves. Mm. Um, and I think that Melora is happier and a lot more open because um, the control piece just isn't there. because. They're not really af- afraid of things harming them in the same way that they they were before they became a god. Mm, I like that,
0: and I think for for Kadea, I think there's this sense, uh, kind of similarly, like of profound peace and truth. Um, she's always she spent her entire life searching for meaning and chasing it. And, um, and she had kind of this like light and this fire inside of her that, that kept her moving, um, because she knew that she only had limited time. And I think, I think that as her mortality disappears, um, I think that fire, the fire is replaced I think in a sense um, by this something that's more along the lines of probably something closer to like earth right like I think I think there's a kind of certainty and rest and groundedness that comes over her that she didn't even realize she was chasing this entire time. Mm-hmm. And so, is, I, I wonder, like, is this happening, like, like maybe we're, like, we're maybe, like, actually, like, stitching, like, we've been giving these, like, kind of sacred, like, cloths, and we're kind of stitching them together, and, like, as we're stitching, we're starting to, like, all of this is starting to happen. Does that sound right? Sounds right. Okay. What about winter? What parts of your humanity do you carry into your new existence?
1: No, Laura keeps the gentleness, um, that it takes to, to talk to children and, um, the empathy that it takes to be able to put themselves in someone else's shoes. Um, Mm -hmm. I think those are the major two things because I don't, I still don't want to be above anybody, but I want to be with them. Um, and I want to be fully able to engage And still Mm -hmm. have the empathy that is cultivated by knowing different people and knowing different ways of life. Um, And Mm -hmm. also just that gentleness and the openness to new things being created. That's what Noora would love to perpetuate.
0: Right. It's like there's an empathy there for humanity because you were a human. (laughs) And so you can bring that it can be a part of your power right that's really cool
1: what about kadea
0: yeah i think for kadea i think she she keeps her sense of wonder and curiosity
1: yes Um, (laughs) may we never desire wonder (laughs) yeah yeah because
0: i think you know she was so scared of like losing that and like she does have this certainty but i think um she's still very very fascinated by everything and now like i mean she's a god and like she there's a lot to be curious about there you know um and now she gets a better sense of how the world moves and what drives people and like she doesn't have all the answers but she's getting this whole new perspective that's really fascinating and i think she just continues to be in awe of the world around her, and specifically the land on which she was raised and that the land that she's now protecting.
1: And then... Um, Yeah, go ahead and read Spring. (laughs) What does your new body look like and what can it do?
0: Interesting. Because I think we go into the same body. Yes. So, we can kind of talk about that together.
1: Um, Hmm... I think that this body gets your silver eyes, mm-hmm. cool, and my height. <laughs> <laughs> Just takes all of our best attributes and <laughs> yes, um, puts them into a god. <laughs> yes, and I think cool. that it um, it can make make vegetation grow for people that are hungry. Mm. It can discover new things effortlessly Mm -hmm. and I think can make the world sing (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. in just perfect harmony easily accessibility wise like no matter what is happening in the world it fits right in it's the perfect note um, when they walk by right
0: (laughs) right right no, I like that a lot. And maybe they, like, this body can just, like, sing. Like, like maybe uh it, like, we always know what song somewhere or someone, like, needs to hear. Um, Very
1: intuitive.
0: Yeah. And so we can sing, like, these types of lullabies to bring, like, peace and um and i'd imagine we could even like we even have the power to like sing to the sea and sing to the moon and like keep them not at odds with each other and yeah so it that. sounds like we're we're developing a very peaceful god right like very giving food to the hungry and you know calming people and are we still in a human form
1: um i feel like yes but what do you feel like Would could be elf yeah <laughs> just choose a
0: whole different race yeah no i i feel like it would make sense like to kind of for them to keep a human form because like that has so much meaning to both of them it sounds like like all the stuff about what it means to be human I, i'd imagine there might it's almost like some kind of nostalgia or kind of clinging to meaning there
1: i love that i love that so much cool
0: um okay for summer what parts of the land do you reign over and how does it celebrate your rebirth
1: Ooh, i love that yeah um i would say the the garden like just really good harvest you know um Mm -hmm. in gardens around around the land and um Just making sure things are taken care of. um mm-hmm. Definitely a bountiful harvest and a. So it sounds like,
0: <laughs> like we're. I wonder if it's like we reign over just the parts of land that need care, like the neglected pieces of the mm-hmm. land, like wherever that might be. I know it's very very broad, but. Absolutely, I feel like that could make sense. Um and how does it celebrate your rebirth? Do we get like a huge festival?
1: Like yes. <laughs> Cuz yeah. I kind of want a festival. <laughs> I kind of want a, f- a festival too, like with um just like beautiful flowers everywhere and um really yummy food and people mm-hmm. laughing and music playing and animals around um yeah I would love a big bonfire at night wine wine sounds great oh yes
0: wine (laughs) yep (laughs) you know wine I wonder if like I wonder if the moon like stays out all day like the day of our rebirth Mm -hmm. I wonder if it just if it stays out like you know those days where sometimes the moon is just like in the blue
1: sky and you're like what (laughs) But the moon probably Yes, the moon probably stays yeah. out and the tide probably stays low, so the beach is long mm-hmm. and people can mm-hmm. access it and enjoy the day next to it, the water. Hmm.
0: That's so nice. Peace. <laughs> um Yeah. So now we roll again. So I think if we're gonna have a scene here, maybe this is where we do that.
1: Okay.
0: Um Okay, you want to roll your honorable stat? 2d6.
1: Yes. Honorable is a 5 and 6, so that's 11. You're so honorable. Look at you. I'm 11 all the way down. Huh? That's interesting. (laughs) So (laughs) honorable.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so then do you want to roll your impious stat, and then I'll do my two? And that's 2d6 as well.
1: Mm -hmm. 2 and 6 is a, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's just call that eight because I don't think I don't know about like modifiers or whatever. <laughs> so, that's
1: right, that's where we are with green hour right now.
0: <laughs> okay, so I got a nine for my honorable stat, so that's above eight. Oh, Yay! Nice. Ooh, snake eyes on my impious stat.
1: Ooh. That's
0: probably a good thing. Uh, <laughs> wait, sorry, what did you get for your impious stat? Eight. Eight. Okay. So, neither of our scores exceed eight for impious. So I believe that means we no longer have the option to deny our fate. <laughs> okay, which
1: makes sense. Because we decided to fulfill it.
0: Hmm. And then we both got we rolled high enough for boons. So, do we want to briefly play out this scene? Yeah. Like, or just like name what kind of boons we get?
1: It's beautiful things, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, so something unexpected and beautiful will spring forth as the child of
1: your union. So the moon and the, the tides are at peace. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like a new constellation that comes about that's like really visible in the summertime.
0: Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Like maybe it's, I wonder if it's kind of like vaguely the outlines of, like, two two people holding hands or just, like, something cute like that. Yes, that'd
1: be adorable.
0: Yeah, maybe there's just, maybe a part of this, like, Bountiful Harvest is we just get, like, so much rain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, like, a lot of rain. Like, um, like, maybe the land kind of heals that way and there's new growth um And it happens really fast. Like maybe that's the boon because I think that we are always going to do that. But I think, like, I think the land is able to heal really, really quickly because we've honored our fate. um Yeah, how does that sound?
1: Yes, that's awesome.
0: Do you want any scenes here, or maybe we should move to the end of the game?
1: Yeah,
0: we should. Probably once move. we return. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I'm not against the scenes, but. Uh we could return and then yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i think yeah i think it's cool like we have like a little montage of like what's changing on the land and then at the end of the game we can kind of like play it out a little bit totally. so like okay so part three ends the game with uh the path before you which takes place 100 years from the events of a new god Oh wow! did you return to the temple and assume your sworn duties to the land or did you run and so we've kind of established that we stayed and fulfilled our duties. Um and so so our two prompts here. So if you return to the land as a god, so first describe the processional that sprang from the land as you returned to the temple. So this might be more of an in-the-moment thing. So do we want like kind of that scene real quick, like once they've transformed? Yeah yeah so what did this okay what did this transformation look like? like they're standing at the altar, like weaving this mantle together, and you know vines are growing, and things are singing, and is it like like I wonder if kind of like the like the moon like turns a little bit and like shines through that skylight in like a really beautiful way, and like you can hear like the ocean like start to um like just like roar, like these two things just become really prevalent prevalent?
1: Or I don't what else does it look like? I think it's a gentle, kind of powerful phenomenon as we are weaving this together and we are coming up with this idea. I think that um the competitive nature of them is deciding to surrender Mm,
0: i like that like they're showing off but also kind of coming together
1: (laughs) yeah so they show off for the last time and they decide to be cooperative cool kind of like a kid temper tantrum and then who chills out (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah there's
0: just there's a lot of emotion there a lot going on but then everything is okay finally
1: finally and at the end of it we just smile.
0: I wonder like if we're in maybe we have like so our new form we kind of decided was human. Maybe we can kind of talk to each other like in our own head and then like maybe when we're just like doing our god thing, maybe we've got kind of these like not as solid forms that we can kind of just have for our own. I don't know. Yes, I love that. But like yeah, but like maybe it's kind of like this is all like almost telepathic like the way that we're talking right now.
1: Extremely. Would that tel- makes sense. Extremely telepathic. Yes. Hey, uh, I'm not alone in here, right? Nope. Nope. Kadea? <sighs> it's, it's Nalora.
0: Nalora? Oh my-
1: Are we- I feel good. I feel-, I feel- I- yeah, how do you feel? I feel really good, too. Like, this is new, but it feels like exactly where I need to be. Do you, do you feel like you're supposed to be here? Yeah.
0: It's this deep sense of I don't know, I've never felt this settled before, and like, being here with you, and I, I don't know, I, there's an, I, I feel the capacity for so much more, if that makes sense, than I ever did when I was human.
1: And I was so scared it would be the opposite, but it's not. I know, it's like, comforting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we did this. Me
0: too. And I think Kadea takes their hands again. Um and she's like, "Do you want to go see what we've done?" Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so they walk outside and what has happened?
1: There's plants are everywhere and they're happy <laughs> and the world is softly singing. The sky is, is blue and the, the sliver of the moon is on the, in the top corner. Not that there's corners in the sky. I like that. And like, maybe like
0: the land was dying before this. Right. So, yeah. Um, maybe we can kind of see like, like maybe the grasses were like brown and they start to, um, like turn green again. And, uh, and a lot of the, like the trees had been, I think a lot of stuff had been really severely damaged, like by the tsunami. Um, during like the feud between the tides and the moon. So um, maybe like some branches of trees even go back into the place that had been torn apart. Um, And yeah, and I like the idea of like the sky, like it gets clear, like maybe it's been really cloudy up Mm -hmm. until now. And, um, And you can like hear like animals like chirping and scuffling around that had largely... Like maybe they start to come back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, like maybe they had kind of fled this place for survival purposes. And I think Kadea is just like, we did a really beautiful thing, didn't we?
1: Kadea, it's so beautiful. We did a beautiful thing. <laughs> Giggles. i <laughs>
0: yeah and this is oh like all of my life i think i i thought that i don't know that love was something that i could hold in my hands or see in one other person or two or three or but it, this is this is new. This kind of love, it feels, it's in everything and loving and I don't know. I just, I, there's, there's something very deep and it feels very true and beautiful and right to me to, to love my land and my people like this and it's everlasting and it's all encompassing and it isn't selfish or small or tangible. It's just, it's everywhere. And that's not, that doesn't make me feel trapped. That
1: makes me feel free. Free, happy, easygoing, free flowing, open handed love. That is <laughs> what we're creating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. With with a with a big dose of uncertainty. <laughs> a big dose of uncertainty, but how else do you create anything? <laughs> you don't. You don't. That's right, Kadea You don't. <laughs> but we do. We do. Oh. Thanks for taking the sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one I would have
0: rather taken this leap with. Should we move to the next prompt real quick? Like maybe we can end that. Yes. Like with them kind of like looking out over the land. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um. Okay. So 100 years have passed. You were the last survivor. Or you're the last surviving land god. What are your duties? What are your chores? And what does it feel like to live as the last of your kind? Yeah. So maybe we just kind of describe what's what we're doing <laughs> in our new form. We've we've gone over that a little bit, but a hundred years in the future, what do you think we're up to?
1: I don't know, today. What are we up to?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of envisioning. Us as like a very um present god, like I'd imagine a lot of these gods of the land are pretty hands off, you know, like they're they've got they've got big things to be doing, um, (laughs) that aren't like on land, uh, yeah. So I would like to imagine that they are, uh, yeah, kind of in people's lives like they people know their face right like it it isn't this like intangible like um idea of a god it's kind of like we show up right like we show up where um you know there's how did we word it like there's like disruption in the land or a lack of harmony and peace and we I don't know. I mean, I, I'd imagine we can't get to, like, absolutely everything, but, like, when we can, like, maybe we we spend our time getting to know our people and um, loving them, and, uh, and I'd imagine we might play, like, a big role in, like, the rituals of death and, like, loss. Um, you know? Like, since we're so present and um maybe it's about like we kind of help people return to the earth
1: i love that Mm
0: -hmm. and the stars i think um and like i think for kadea at least like it becomes something that isn't like sad or you know like terrible like I think it's just it's just kind of becomes like this is a part of the world and maintaining it and it's an honor to be a part of that for Kadea at least I don't know about Nalora.
1: Nalora agrees (laughs) it's celebrating (laughs) you know it's it's celebrating the fact that life has existed and honoring the fact that it does end and showing up with that those rituals is how how a god does it when they're engaged.
0: Yeah, I like that. I kind of like the idea of just almost living amongst people. I don't know. What does it feel like to live as the last of our kind?
1: I guess it's just believing that there is something beyond us that we can't control so we don't try to be anxious about it because... We just, we just fulfill the role that we, we can and the role that we have. Mm. And being the last of our kind is a reflection of the cycle of birth and rebirth and celebration and new things and old things that have interfaces with each other all the time in the world that we are governing and the world that we are existing in. And so we take it as a natural part of the process and we enjoy the time that we have, but we don't expect farther. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause that speaks to how we've been able to like maintain like curiosity and wonder and um,
1: like empathy. So. All those things that we wanted to integrate into the God that we became. It's that.
0: Yeah. I like that. Okay. So, um, For the last scene, just to kind of like close it out, maybe we see um, this version of Kadea and Laura that is transformed into this deity, like walking on the beach, um, like barefoot, like sand between their toes um, uh, in the evening. And there's a whole clear sky of stars. And I think the moon is still bright. I think it's been brighter than it ever has been in the past. Um, I'd imagine, like, the tide is kind of gently lapping up on the sand. Um, and maybe they, like, split into their divine forms. Um, mm-hmm. And because I think that, at least for Kadea, like, Kadea just loves looking at Navora and, like, witnessing them as someone outside of herself. And so I think they kind of, like, depart, like, from that body for a moment. And, like, Kadea, her form is, like, made of stars. Like, it's kind of just this intangible form. Um, What does Nelora look like?
1: Nelora looks very intangible as well. Um, Sort of made up of water and... Mm -hmm. um, Often hangs out in the sea, always looking at the stars though, because that's been that's been Nelora's thing that she's always snuck off to do as well.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and maybe, maybe the last shot we get of them is Nelora like taking this like water form and swimming through the sea, and Kadea like flying above them, mm. and they're both looking at each other and smiling and the land and the people that they love more than anything is on the shore behind them.